Alright everybody, welcome back for another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I am Mike, man across the table is Rick. Say hello Rick. Hello. And uh, of course the man over there who's dressed up like Elmo for some reason. You guys aren't here and he'll probably deny it, but... He is dressed up like Elmo <laughs> uh, on this Halloween night. And Fredo. He, he keeps asking us to tickle him, too. Yeah. <laughs> Fredo. Say hi, Fredo. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you just thinking about it? I know you were thinking about it for a second in your head. Like, oh, man. I, I was. This is what I was like. <laughs> what does Elmo sound like? <laughs> Shot in the dark. Throw yeah. the dart at the board. <laughs> oh, he raised his voice. I was like, how's it going over there, Fredo? Fredo's okay. <laughs> that was a good one, though. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Halloween, so we're feeling a little crazy. <laughs> we're feeling a little crazy. Happy Halloween out there. <laughs> I'm just uh, hoping we don't get no trick-or-treaters. I know. If, if you guys hear a doorbell or uh, knocks in the distance, it's because Fredo didn't turn his lights off. Or if they are off, they're one of those asshole kids who don't know the rules. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, they don't care. Yeah. I, a couple years back, I had it done that, and they still showed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told you to put an empty bowl out there with the sign that says, please take one. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're just like a real long explanation. Like, we're, you know, I'm busy in here. Uh, don't knock. Don't ring the doorbell. You know, all that good stuff. Have one piece of candy and go, but there's no candy. <laughs> oh, Fredo's getting egg tonight. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Might be by us, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, as always, we are coming to you from Fred House Studios, aka the Spare Benjamin Fredo's House. You can follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick. At Michael double underscore Gaspar, at Richard underscore Reposa, and at Half Zero. Or look for us on Facebook, just search Garbage Time Points. Also, don't forget to visit us at gtppodcast.com. Even though you won't. To uh, see our weekly updates of fantasy experts versus the moms, uh, our, our favorite stories up there. You can find our Twitter feed there. Uh, and find our GTP shop. We can go and buy a sweater or a T-shirt or. Um, a Do you usually put her, the FanDuel challenge on there? Uh, no, but I can now. Yeah, that will be something that we will add on there. <laughs> but yeah, go give it a look. You know, let us know what you think. I think you can leave questions there, can't you? Uh, you can sign up, which we actually got one person to sign up. Oh, nice! Ooh. Yeah. I checked my uh, email. And- because I guess it gave me an email, so I was off. Like a notification? No, it's, well, it's Alfredo at gdppodcast.com, uh, and it forwarded it to my Gmail account. So, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We got a follower. <laughs> All right. Follower. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we are also on iTunes. You can find that there, too, if you want to listen to us there. Uh, before we get started, we just got to say congratulations uh, to wow. Jeffrey85 for winning this past week's GTP fan. Got Fantasy two weeks in a row, been in second. Yep, his uh, he won for the second week in a row. Got me by f- yeah to him. I got me by four points this yep. time. Always the bridesmaid, Rick. I know. It's, <laughs> always the bridesmaid. It's just what it's gonna be. Yep. And in last place, we have Gridiron Gouts. So uh, you're a loser. Yep. There you go. Everybody, everybody <laughs> in la- yeah, everybody in last place gets themselves that. So uh, congratulations for finis- uh, finishing the last place. Before we get into the show. Rick, you want to start us off with uh, some of your weekly Rick hits? My Rick hits? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let us know what you got. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All righty, here we go. NCAA football. 
Alabama-Michigan, top two teams in the last AP poll before the college football playoff rankings come out next week. In the NBA, the Timberwolves are finalizing a four-year, $64 million extension for center Georgie Dang. The Utah Jazz and center Rudy Gobert agreed to a four-year, $102 million extension. The Oklahoma City Thunder are busy as they agree on an extension with Victor Oladipo uh, with a four-year, $84 million. And then they are close, and it is imminent, that Steve Adams gets signed before the uh, midnight uh, deadline tonight. King Center, Sacramento King Center, DeMarcus Cousins fined $25,000 for throwing his mouthpiece and going into the stands last game. Uh, and Tuesday's Cavs-Rockets game gets uh, delayed from 7, or no, gets pushed up from 7 to 6 uh, to accommodate for the World Series game. In the MLB, speaking of the World Series... Uh, Indians are up 3-2. Chicago won their last game last night in a thrilling 3-2 win. And the last two games are in Cleveland Tuesday and Wednesday, so keep a lookout for that. In the NFL, Andre Johnson retires. No more Andre Johnson. Niles Davis gets released after being traded two weeks ago by the Green Bay Packers. This one, this one is, uh, I don't, we'll talk about this later. Patriots trade Jamie Collins to the Browns for compensatory third round pick. I, I, I got more to say about this, but I'm going to fucking, yeah. Santa Clara threatens to take over the 49ers stadium for misuse of taxpayer money. And in Florida, two men are jailed. After the two were driving, throwing bottles and other objects at each other down the freeway for 11 miles, when the cops pulled the cars over, he found in one car ecstasy, a loaded gun, and at some point he found some pot in the trunk. But it wasn't the back of the trunk of the car. It was in his ass. <laughs> and those... <laughs> <laughs> he bought us put the rest of it in there. Well, it couldn't fit the loaded gun. <laughs> hey, did we get an update on the Jose Batista? Jose Batista? Jose Batista? What about him? Never mind. You just said that last week. I thought you said you were going to listen to it. I don't Ho- think you did. Jose? Oh. Jose <laughs> no. Batista. No, I, don't, I didn't listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it was Jose Tapista. That's what it was. Jose <laughs> Batista. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me get this out before you go on your rant. Uh, the Jamie Collins thing. Uh, the guy goes. The guy goes to sleep seven and one, wakes up oh, oh and seven. Uh, but there's no way that that guy's happy, man. Uh, they say the reason that they traded him is because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year, and he was wanting Von Miller money, is what he was saying. That's what Adam Schefter said that they were saying. And then the Patriot beat writers are coming out and saying that he was good. But he too often did his own thing out he on the freelanced. field. So there's that. Now let's listen to Rick. Rick's ran on this because Rick said, I got lots of things to get I, off my no, chest. No. Okay. Okay. First of all, 
Yes, he might have been a freelancer, but they were still a quality defense, a Super Bowl defense with him, a Super Bowl winning defense with him. Still made the plays, still was there when he needed to be. So that's besides the point. Do I think it was because of the money? Yes. And it's just one of those things where it's like, you can't, you can't go against what Bill Belichick says because Bill Belichick has proven time in and time out that he's going to be right more times than not. But you look at what he's done. Look, you look at what he's done the last six months or so. He trades away Chandler Jones for Cooper in a second, and then he trades away Collins for a third. So Chandler Jones, Cooper, you already cut. The second is a rookie, and I can't. I don't even remember what pick it was. I'm gonna. I'll look it up. But then you trade away Jamie Collins for a a compensatory third, which basically means so whatever free agent the Browns lose, which has a third-round grade, they will get that compensatory pick. So if Jamie Collins would have walked away free agent... Wait, hold hold on. Is that what they got? Because I thought they just got a third-round pick for him. No, no, no. They did not get the Cleveland Brown third-round pick. They got a compensatory third-round pick. Okay, but I didn't think you could trade those picks away. They, They did. They did. Hmm. Look it up. Oh, no. Look it up. So, if they would have just let <clears throat> Jamie Collins walk at the end of the year, they would have gotten that third-round pick. Because compensatory picks are picks that you get for losing players in free agency. Yeah. See, the thing The thing that I heard about it is, uh, okay, they could have held on to him. They wanted to get something for him, basically. So they, they got a third. I didn't hear anything about it being that. What they were saying was, if they would have just held on to him at the end of the year, they probably would have got a second round. A better, yeah, exa- exactly. And why do you trade him for a third? Bill Belichick is cutting his nose off to spite his face. He did exactly what you did. It's a meme going out right there. He woke up 7-1. and one. Or went to bed 7-1, woke up. He wanted to do that to him. All right, I'll fucking trade you to the Cleveland Browns for nothing. That's how much I show you. But the thing is, is Jamie Collins, okay, the thing, okay, the thing with him and Von Miller, Von Miller, Jamie Collins is probably a better, it is probably a better overall player than Von Miller. Better tackler, better in coverage, better against the run. But Von Miller does one thing better than anybody in the world, which is one of the hardest things to do other than play quarterback, and that's rush the passer. So that's why Von Miller gets Von Miller money, because he changes the game. He impacts the game like no other person does at that position. And he's a Super Bowl MVP. And he's a Super Bowl MVP. I'm not saying Jamie Collins deserves that money, because he doesn't. Jamie Collins needs to look in the mirror and realize who the fuck he is at the same time. It's two grown-ass men who sat there and had a bitch fight, and Bill Belichick flexed his muscle on Jamie Collins, and that's all it was. He's good, and uh, I think the problem is is that he wants that type of money because he sees people like Malik Jackson making that type of money, uh, Vernon Olivier making that type of money. So he's thinking to himself, yeah, I should be getting that type of money too, but the Patriots aren't known for that. He should have known better. Exactly. If he kept his mouth shut, he could have had his pick of where he went to. Where he wanted to He's still going to be a free agent next year. But they might tag him. They could, yeah. They could tag because him. They could, have, and I'm sure that they will. They, yeah, they have the ability to tag him. Now. And uh, you are correct. Starting in 2017, so before it was never a rule, but starting in 2017, you are allowed to trade those picks. Yeah, so they traded a compensatory yeah. pick. 
Yeah, because yeah, it wasn't previous. And I like when you said that, I was like thinking to myself, like, "Fuck, you're yeah. not allowed to trade him." Yeah. But I know what I saw. Yeah, like, no, I looked that, it up right there because then I saw that they did it, and then uh, uh, it said that they okayed a rule that in 2017 yeah. they're going to be allowed so, to start I mean, moving those picks. Basically, Bill Belichick took um, one of the, the the best defensive ends in the league and one of the best <laughs> linebackers in the league, and you're weak at both of those positions. You're thin at both of those positions. Traded him. One for a future pick, draft pick. You got a rookie and then a guy that you cut. He basically got nothing for these three, those two guys who are Pro Bowl caliber players. Jamie Collins was the best player on the defense this year, and he traded him away for nothing. That's the way the cookie crumbles. And with I mean, the, the thing is, and you know what? They could go on and win and win out and fucking do all this shit. But the thing is, is their defense was playing at a at a good level. They haven't even hit. Their peak yet? They still weren't even the Patriot defense, and he just maybe Belichick thought that they weren't going to get to that point. They said there was a kid that they had there that they like. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, Freeney and then uh, the other kid. I I know who you're talking some about. some six round pick or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But dude, that doesn't give you an excuse to just trade the best player on your defense for a compensatory third when you, like you said, probably would have ended up getting a second for him. Yeah. Just because he freelances a little bit. I know Bill Belichick isn't that, you know, no, there's something else that's deeper in it. And Bill Belichick is just flexing his muscle. Well, it'll come out sooner or later. Yeah. He's like just, what really happened. He's just flexing right now. Yeah. Cause he's Bill Belichick and he's just, but you know what? That's cool. You know, I'm obviously, you know, four Super Bowls, who am I to argue? But at the same time, it's like, dude, like, you are making it tougher for your team to win with getting rid of these two players. Yeah. Yeah! Fire! <laughs> you got that off your chest? You good? I'm good. Feel better now after that? No, I don't, but you know what? You're going to have to <laughs> ride with it. I mean, there's nothing else you could do. Yeah. Just going to have to deal with it. And I hate people already jumping on Jamie Collins, like, like talking shit about him with all these memes and like, like dude, and it's like, dude, like, okay, I get it. I understand that he overplayed his hand, but dude, he's a human. He's trying to get his money because dude, football players only have a small window to get their money. Maybe he didn't want to play for the Patriots next year and he wanted to go get his money. That's fine. But he didn't expect to get traded. Yeah. Right now, like he was like, all right, I'll just ride out the season and I'll fucking play my ass off, maybe win a Super Bowl and go to another team. And Bill Belichick was like, nope, sorry, which to me is is more of a little kid thing to do than what Jamie Collins did. I mean, he got his ring already, didn't he? Yeah, he got his ring. Yeah, so he's good. He's looking for that paycheck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but ride it out for one more year. He was like, all right, I'm going to ride it out. Like, because, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fucking do my shit. Yeah. It'll come out sooner or later what happened. All right, so real quick, Andre Johnson, he retired today. Uh, is he a Hall of Famer in your mind? Do you think Andre Johnson is a Hall of Famer? <sighs> I mean, you think about it like somewhere down the line. I look, I, I think of him and, and, and uh, one one playoff win in his whole career. That's See, that's where I was going to go with it. Was the numbers, the you, can't, winning. you can't lie about the numbers. The yeah. numbers are what they are, and he did that with. Numerous quarterbacks, very mediocre. Yeah. Like to uh, mediocre I'll, is like a compliment. He's not as good as Tim Brown, but like he had to do the same thing that Tim Brown did and like do it with terrible quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. But you think about those guys, the Tim Browns, the Chris Carters, the Andre Reeds that took forever. Well, Tim Brown, did, well, they all took quite a while. Art to get Monk, in. yeah, Art Monk took a while to get in. Those guys like Cliff Branch who aren't even in yet. Yep. Uh, wide receiver is just a hard position to crack. I think that like. He's going to be one of those guys later on down the line that's going to have to be uh, one of the veterans committee picks. I wouldn't maybe veterans committee, but I think he'll get in on his own merit because I think 
team, like I think guys will look at the teams that he did play for and how exceptional he was on those teams. Because I mean, he was still amongst the lead leaguer, league leaders in receptions <laughs> and and yards. But doesn't it kind of hurt that he's playing in a passing era? I think it well, it wasn't a passing era when he first started, though. It, well, he played in a good. <laughs> he played in a nice little chunk of the passing. A chunk era. of it, but yeah. when he first started, it was it was a nice all, little chunk yeah. of it, man. So, it, like, I think that's going to come back to bite him as well. Yeah. Um. I it, he'll get in, but like I said, I think it's going to be one of those things where the veterans committee has to. Uh, has to force him in, like a, like a Ken Stabler or something like that, a Ray guy. But nope. that's a long ways away. Yeah, long ways that's away. A long time. Yep. I think he gets in before that. Yeah. Nope. You don't think he gets in, Fredo? Nope. Yeah, he might not. I mean, he's because he's you you think about him and you're like, okay, he's great. Like he's been great, but is he Hall of Fame great? And we'll, like, and do you think Hall of Fame? Does he deserve that jacket? I don't. It's tough, man. That's tough. Yeah, because he was. Just, he just never stood out. But it, yeah. but it was one of those things. Was he was, was he it, was hitting away in Houston? Yeah. Exactly. Is, is it because he never of Houston? he never stuck? He never. You see him in the Pro Bowl, and you're like, man, what, what? I mean, when you didn't really pay attention to that stuff, you'd see him in the Pro Bowl and be like, wow, what was, oh wow, he had a great year, you yeah. know? Because how how did I miss this? Yeah. Andre Johnson. Yeah, because he know. didn't score the touchdowns. I think that yeah. that was his biggest downfall. Not yeah. necessarily like the losing and stuff like that. Because I remember years where he had like a hundred receptions, you know, fifteen hundred yards. He'd have like, like five touchdowns. Not or even like one or two. Yeah. He'd have like one. He'll, or two. He, he'll be in the fantasy football Hall of Fame. Yeah. pretty quickly. But uh, NFL Hall of Fame, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Who knows about that one, man? Um, what else is there? How are we how are we feeling about the Warriors after the first week? Have you been watching any other games? Yeah, no, I'm 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 good with them. I mean, Dude, yeah, but like I see I see their weakness is obviously I mean, it's going to be down low, but you don't know what's going to happen down the road where where guys are going to get cut, veterans get cut and and get signed and things like that. Like I think what happened is that they're still going to be a good team. Yeah. Uh but they looked they look vulnerable. It's 3 games in. It's hard to really say that. But they look vulnerable. And Draymond's kind of exposed without having that 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 really true center behind him. That 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 true seven footer behind yeah, them. Yeah, they're missing Bogut because I think they bought in a little too much to Draymond being a, a dominant defender when he had someone who could back him up and keep him out of the paint. You know, it's easy to do that. Well, yeah, because he was the one making steals and blocks because yeah. he was taking the risks. Because, yeah. like you said, he had somebody behind him. I mean, because let's be honest, us, everybody else. Ex- excluding that first game against the Spurs where we would probably say, yeah, the Warriors are going to win. Yeah. But uh, they didn't. Obviously, they got blown out. They looked horrible. By 30. Um, but other than that, against um, the Suns and the Pelicans, they were close games. Yeah. And uh, we were, I mean, we were expecting them to just come out guns blazing. Yeah. Just lighting everybody up, and they're struggling with it. I think what... These big teams, the team... The league isn't adjusting to join them where they are. If you pay, if you look at the teams that they played, everybody's big. Everybody's getting big down low yeah. to, to combat it because they saw last year. If you have a team that can rebound, if you have a team that plays tough in the paint, you're gonna. This team isn't that very. They're not very good against you because if they're not shooting lights out from downtown. That hurts, chance, yeah. that hurts them. Because they're a jump-shooting team. They yeah. were just the best jump-shooting team we've ever seen. And two years ago, team people saw that and uh, started slowly shifting away. There were some teams that were trying to build that, you know, run-and-gun team. Sons. Yeah. Well, no, actually, because they, <laughs> yeah. they had some big men since then. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be that Suns team from the early uh, 
2000s. They're the first ones to succeed with it. Yeah, because nobody ever, no jump shooting team has ever won until that team. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, it, and if you think about it now, I mean, you, yeah, God, it's so hard to nitpick it. But if you if you look back on that on that championship, it was LeBron and nobody. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They should. They, they didn't have Kyrie. They I didn't have, have Kevin them Love. To win. Yeah, if they had those two, that's yeah. why I picked. The Cavs. And they still had to have six games to well, beat And them. that's why I picked the Cavs in seven this year. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, well, if they took them to six, they didn't have those two guys. If it was just LeBron with a yeah. bunch of casts, like, he's going to be able with those two guys. Like, he should, they should put him over the top with this team. Yeah. They're, I don't think of them as immortal. Like, that's why it's like regular season basketball and playoff basketball are two different things. That's why I said they could do the record thing again because, you know, Regular season basketball. And there's weak teams. Yeah, like, there's a there's, lot of weak teams that yeah. they're going to be beating up on. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was I was saying that. But you know, the grind of the of the playoffs is a lot. Di- it's a lot different. Uh, a lot of a different animal. But as far as um, as far as the Cavs, I mean, they still have a chance again this year. Uh, the Golden State Warriors. I'm not worried about them. Uh, I just no no no. I, I think because of. It's you, not, it's not, it's I not. think because of USA basketball, they didn't have a chance to practice as much as they wanted to as a team. I think by the time January hits, they're going to be going on all cylinders, and you're going to see this Golden State team just start mopping with everybody. They it might to, even be before they that. They had three of the four on there, the, the big but three of But the they're not playing there. in their offense. They're not playing with their teammates. They're not, you gel, man. Come on. No, dude. I don't – no, no, no. I think – Golden State Those Warriors. three guys might – those in there, who said – who? I it's mean, three, how many times were they on the court it's together three games, like, it's doing three games what they're doing? It's three games in. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think I personally, in my think, mind, I think maybe right now we overbuilt them. No, I think, but I think I, I said January, but I think even before that, I mean, they're going to just start running through people because <clears throat> this team, it's it's a different team than the year before because that team from the championship team to that team last year was basically the same team. Yeah. So they had the chemistry. They gelled. They were already knew what they were doing. As to where this team, it's it's a totally different thing on what Durant wants to do and where he wants to go, like how what his spots are. Like it's it's a totally different ball game. So so I'm I'm just I'm going for chemistry. I'm going for gel time together. And then like I said, it, they're just gonna start running through motherfuckers. Bears yeah. just scored a touchdown. Another one. What is it, 20 yep. to 3 now? Yeah, Alshon yep. Jeffrey. Oh. 11 yards. Get him back. All right. Um, Hell in a Cell was on Sunday. We happened to uh, all get together and watch it. Booty. Um, oh, man. It was okay. It was an okay pay-per-view. I only truly remember uh, Rollins versus Owens. Yeah. Owens, which Owens. Now, now if <laughs> you look at it, Owens. now if you look at it, that that should have been the main event. Yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely should have been the main yeah. event of, of Hell in a Cell. It was so hard for everything else to follow that. Yeah, uh, the cruiserweights are getting no pop. Nope. And I think it had a lot to do with T.J. Perkins. Nope. I don't think people really liked him that much. Uh, the women's Hell in a Cell match was decent. It was decent. I think the best part about it was you know Sasha's booty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that booty looked yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, but um. It's so hard for like, I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe it's uh, I don't even want to say it. like maybe it's just the man in me. But it's so hard to see a woman take a beating like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's hard for me Chris, to really. Chris Brown must love that shit. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's like it's just so hard for me to see them get hit with chairs and like yeah falling like, through tables like, and then when the table doesn't break that yeah yeah it's just oh man like watching them wrestling is cool like watching them like like beat each other up as far as that kind of stuff and it's grapple. like whatever yeah like that kind of stuff's cool but like like you said when once they brought the chairs out like I cringed like yeah it was like uh. Yeah, but you do that on every match, though. No, with her though, <laughs> like she, she's a little girl. Like she's, a, she's a, like Sasha. She's bad. Like she's maybe like a hundred and ten yeah, pounds. Yeah, but she's, she's a tiny little girl, dude. Yeah. Like there's no way she was breaking that table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she threw it. She like she rolled like the last part where she rolled off of it, and that was all. Oh, yeah, like yeah. you can't break that. <laughs> but really, other than that, it just it didn't live up to the hype. The three main events, the first match was just Terrible. boring. It, I don't Roman, know, Rain, Roman Reigns brings everybody down. Yeah. There's just nothing really to say about it. The tag title match was was decent, but I mean, you know, they had to drag that on a little bit more for Survivor Series. Uh, what else was there? See, I don't even. Oh, the the other women's match, Bailey oh, and Bailey. Yeah, what's was, her face? That was Booty Muscles Brooke. Brooke. Yeah, and then uh, and then it was Enzo and Cass. Yeah, and, and Gallows and Anderson. yeah, and that was just like yeah. a a match. I don't know, man. I don't know about this. SmackDown's just putting on better shows, man. Yeah. Yeah. Stop the presses! What do you got for us, Fredo? This past weekend, before Caitlyn Jenner teed off at a PGA event this week, she asked her teammates a question on <laughs> whether she should tee off from the men's or women's tees. <laughs> <laughs> did, did we find out the answer? Uh, yeah, uh, let's see. So, there was a former Miss America, Kira, and a golf pro, Jesper Pernif. Parnovic. Jesper Parnovic, yeah. Both said for her to tee off in the women's box, but Craig T. Nelson argued Jenna should be held to the male standard. <laughs> coach! Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> coach! He would be that guy. <laughs> He's and, coach! And, and he says, I've played golf with you for 30 years before, Caitlin. I know how you hit, so it wasn't prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he must be a good friend with to be able to just yeah, say it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, if he said he's played golf, yeah. Because Jesper Parnovic and uh, Kira are, are saying <laughs> what they're just like. You swing like a dude. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine even Jesper. I mean, he's a PGA pro, and like, I can't imagine him being like. Gotta hit from the mid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like limping in with it, like not sure what to really say. Yeah, that is pretty funny though. That is. Fredo, uh, what, what, what was your solution again to the whole uh, question? Oh, yeah, you should just hit in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Fredo. So that's uh, uh, classic. What, what? Hey, you think she uses women's clubs? No. Oh my gosh. Uh, if you guys have any problems or complaints with that, you can reach him on Twitter uh, at half zero or um, uh, hit us up on gtppodcast.com and sign up and leave a hateful comment towards him. <laughs> <laughs> That's Alfredo Casas. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And then we have the World Series going on right now, as you mentioned. Uh, the Indians up three two. It's going back to Cleveland. Uh, these last two games that we had, the great games, the yeah. uh, the one nothing game with Kluber uh, in game four, and then last night with Chapman in, in uh, game five, cl- uh, closing it down for three innings. Uh, that was a 3-2 win. 
so tomorrow, which is Tuesday, we'll have Jake Arrieta versus uh, I don't know his name, Tomlin. <laughs> Josh and then, Tomlin. Yeah, and then if necessary on Wednesday, Hendricks versus Kluber. Uh, man, I hope it makes it to Game Seven just so we could see that matchup, man. Me too, because I picked Indians. In imagine, seven. imagine the tension. Yeah. Like both teams are cursed. I'm holding up yeah, air quotes here. Yeah. There's gonna be some. Buttholes puckers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to make it there just for that reason alone. <laughs> so you can hear the... <laughs> yeah. Someone's, Whoever wins. Someone's bubble is bursting, Whoever man. Whoever wins. But uh, it's been good so far. My, my, my favorite uh, thing from the World Series has been Jason Kipnis. They talked about, like... You know, the hearts breaking of Chicago fans and stuff. And he said, good, I hope we break all the hearts. Yeah. I hope we break the hearts of every single one of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so cool. He instantly became one of my favorite players. Yeah, it just goes right <laughs> out with it, man. Because, dude, me and you talked about it. I don't think we talked about it last week when, when we did it. Like, everybody was like, oh, you know, we want the Cubs to win. We want the Cubs. Fuck the Cubs. Why do I want any other team to win besides my own? Oh, it's a good story. Fuck that story, too. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, hope they, I hope they don't win another hundred years. I don't yeah. give a shit. I like a good story, but I don't care about the story. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to, like, invest my emotional, like, yeah. I want them. No. Yeah. Give, I don't give. I don't, as far as I know, there is no World Series. Yeah. <laughs> I watch it. But there is another. I mean, what World Series? Yeah. Yeah, I I just watch it because I enjoy a good game. Yeah, exactly. And That's we're baseball it. fans, and yeah. But I mean, as far as but like, I don't sit there rooting for a yeah. team. And if it's done, you know, go on there and tweet something like, "Oh man, that was a great game." Yeah. Hey, but no, con- no congratulations. Fuck both of those teams. Yeah. My yeah. team's out. I hate you. <laughs> My mom's like, "You're such a poor sport." Fuck yeah, I'm a poor sport. <laughs> I was a poor sport when I played too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, game five tomorrow. Check it out. Uh, before we move, move on to some football talk, Rick. Talk, talk, talk. We gotta let Rick talk about hockey here for a little bit. Hockey talk. Yeah, some. Hockey so talk. get back, hockey talk. Hockey Let's talk. go. Get back, hockey talk. Oh, am I doing the counter or no? Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's too busy looking at a gift from I, Sasha's, I booty. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha's booty. Sasha's booty. It's like on a replay. Oh shit, that ass deserves a time. Yeah, it is. All right, a hockey minute. All right, Boston Bruins goalie Tuka Rask returns to the net, leading the Bruins to a shutout. Minnesota Wilds, Zach Parisi and Marco Scandella is, uh, are both week-to-week with various injuries. Dallas star forward Alice Hemsky out five to six months with a torn labrum, and I know what a torn labrum feels like, brother. <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins uh, Evgeny Malkin scores two goals on Saturday uh, which is his 300 goal of his career and that is pretty impressive so good for him and the Montreal Canadiens still have not lost a game in regulation they are 8-0-1 Shea Weber the guy that traded for Pace, uh Fucking Done. PK Subban Wrong. is actually leading Wrong. for an MVP vote. Wrong. You're, you're Ten a horrible point. person. You're a terrible person. Ten points. Horrible. Wrong. Three out of his Wrong. four goals, game winners. Does it count? No. Nope. So there you go. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> hey, I didn't hear one word you said because Fredo, Fredo found another gif of her and uh, <laughs> I was just staring over his shoulder. <laughs> I know when I was like looking back, I was like, "Oh, yeah. like, okay, I gotta." Because he went away from that one, and yeah. then there was this one, and this I was just like... staring over his shoulder, and I was just like, 
All right. There's butt dimples. Yeah, butt dimples going on. <laughs> yep. All right, let's get some overreactions from week eight, man. Let's let's see what people are out there overreacting about, huh? What? Okay. Hit us with the first one, Fredo. Oh, we need some imaging for that, too. Yeah, for sure. Overreactions. Mm, yeah. The Cowboys should trade Tony Romo. Yes. That's the right reaction. What? Absolutely. Trade Tony Romo. There's no way you go back to Dak Prescott at this point. I turned I was telling I was talking to Rick before this and I was telling him I I I left his house. The game they were they were uh, down by 10. Game was over. And I go home blah blah blah. It took me until this afternoon to find out that he led them back <laughs> and they won it in overtime. And uh at this point there's no way you could take out Dak Prescott, man. They're, he's doing everything right. He's doing everything right for that football team, and you could tell by listening to the to his teammates around him. They believe in him. They believe in him, man. And uh, I think bringing Romo back, yeah, the people people's argument for it is that, oh well, when he when at one point when he played, he was a top three quarterback. Yeah, but that top three quarterback hasn't won you shit in the uh, playoffs. So yes, the right the right reaction, trade Tony Romo. I say. <clears throat> That it's an overreaction. Not, I mean, you know, since before the season started, I said if Dak goes on a win streak, we, I mean, we, I've been saying Dak since the beginning. You, you stay with Dak, yes. And I'm not saying you bring in Tony, but it's the NFL. You're one play away from being a starter. They've got nobody behind. Who would you rather have come in to a game than Tony Romo? I mean, as a backup. For me, what are you going to get for him that's going to equal out to to the security blanket that you're going to have in Tony Romo as a backup, especially down for a playoff run? So obviously they're six and one now. They're looking like they're going to win the division. They're looking like they're going to get a first round bye. I mean, you have an injured Dak Prescott at any point. You have Tony Romo right there. Maybe he could hold you on till Dak comes back if it's a short-term injury, whatever the case may be. I just think football, strategic-wise, you got to keep him just because it's the NFL. I mean, this is a year. I mean, we've talked about it. This is a year of attrition. I mean, we've had more injuries this year than any other. I mean, guys are just getting injured left and right. Maybe if they're not serious long-term, but but they're still getting injured for a couple weeks at a time. Did you just do Beaker right now? Maybe. <laughs> Did you hear that too? No. Meep, 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 meep. Maybe. I mean, I get your point on that. I they had they had Romo yeah. mic'd up for the game. Did you hear? Did they? Yeah. What did it sound like? Fuck. <laughs> uh, before that, he was happy as soon as he threw that last yeah. touchdown. That was yeah. that was it. Yeah, because yeah, you know yeah. people are talking about he's supposed to come back. He was like, just like the uh, whole game, like all right, I got yeah. my opening. Yeah, then he's back to burying uh. his nose. In the- <laughs> He's back to burying his nose in the uh, yeah. in the, in no, the I just think I think it's an overreaction. I think you got to keep him. I yeah. think you know it's the NFL. Anything could happen. Yeah, we'll see. All right, go ahead, Fredo. What's the next one? Only reason Cam Newton is complaining about being hit is because the Panthers are sucking. Uh, yes, that is the correct reaction to that. Uh, last year he's the same guy telling them if you want to shut him up, uh, shut him up. You want you don't want him to celebrate, shut him up. Well, this year they're shutting him up, and he might not agree with the hits. But uh, pro pro football focus, I, I don't know if you've heard the stat today. There are eleven more quarterbacks in the, in the NFL who are, are getting more non calls of uh, what would be considered roughing the passer against them than Cam Newton. 
The only difference is Cam Newton is losing a lot of ball games. He lost his luster this year. He's struggling. He's wearing Peter Pan hats. And, uh, yeah, exactly. That, that was his press conference yesterday. There, you can't be the guy who's, uh, who, who, who brags about being physical, especially when he gets outside the pocket talking about how he could barrel people over and this and that. Take them down. You want to stop them. Shut them up. And then when they're doing it, cry about it. Yeah. Inside the pocket, the thing. You really think Calias Campbell is the type of guy that would purposely go after somebody's knee like that? No, he didn't even apologize. Yeah, after. he apologized. He apologized to him right after it. Like, dude, there's going to be a mistake, and the guy apologized to you for it. You obviously weren't hit. hit. You were scared. I don't blame him for being yeah. scared after that. But uh, yes, if he was winning, his mouth would be shut, and he'd be enjoying the ride. Yeah, I think it's an overly underreaction or an underly overreaction. I don't know. I don't know how it is, but basically, um, I think that losing has to do with it. Yes, I think he is frustrated because of the losing, but I think that at the same time too, um, after the first game when he kind of said something like the Denver game where he got popped a couple times and there was no calls, and then somebody came out with that stat that last year he got zero rough in the passer calls. So I think he's just been really looking at it this year, like, all right, like. I'm not getting the calls. Like last year he was winning, so it didn't really, like you said, it didn't really like bother him because he was winning. He didn't give a shit. He was doing his thing, calling people out. But this year, because he's losing and on top of it, it was brought to his attention that I think is the reason why he's talking about. It. And it's so hard to take him serious at these fucking press conferences yes. when he's dressed up as the fucking mask character. And yeah. he had this zoot suit jacket and this hat with this fucking feather out of it. I was like, dude, like I get fashion, whatever, but man, like take that outside of this press conference. Like I'm trying to listen to you yeah. talk serious football and yeah. you're sitting there like i'm gonna call roger goodell and, and you're wearing a fucking pink jacket that's three sizes like i can't listen to you talk when i'm laughing yeah yeah like dude <laughs> it just doesn't work that way like, man. come on man like i'm not like that's what you want to wear like on your own time that's fine like that's what you call fashion yeah. that's what you think looks good do your thing yeah. boo but like fucking <laughs> at a fucking press conference when you're trying to talk serious and be real and you're sitting there talking about getting smacked upside the head by these guys and like Getting your knee blown out and, you know, talking football and, like, dude, you're in this pink jacket and this hat that I, like, I just can't even, dude. Tell him, boo. Tell him, boo. Boo thing. Yeah. I can't even think after that. Go ahead. ahead. What's the next one, Fredo? Chuck Pagano will be the first head coach to... Yeah! Fire! What? Oh, man. They're what three and four right now? Three and five, three and five right now. Yeah, three and five. It's just so hard to say that he's going to be the first one fired. I know he's been on the hot seat for the past couple of years, but um, with the vote of confidence in uh, Gus Bradley, I'm going to have to say that it's the right reaction. I think Ursay uh, is going to drop the ball on him, even though it should be someone like Grixon that has to go first. But for some reason, he's enamored with this kid. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I think it's going to go to Grixon, and Grixon's going to say, you know, the problem is. It's Chuck Pagano because yeah. he's been saying that since last year. Yeah. Even though he has a winning record and has done more with that team when he came in with Andrew Luck yeah. than was expected. But Bruce Arians also did a lot of that too. So I mean, yeah, he he did that too. Yeah. But I mean, so like, I think the, it's a lot more yeah, luck. I mean, the years before that though, he took him to the playoffs. Yeah. And yeah, no, no, definitely, you do have that talent. You know that talent. Yeah. But as far as it goes, they haven't been giving him a great roster to work with. No, 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 not at all. So, but no, anyways. No, 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 no. Yeah, I could see it happening just because I think that Shad Khan definitely will hold on to Gus Bradley because he's already paying another coach. Yeah. He's not going to pay another guy. So, yeah, Pagano's going to be the first one to go. Especially when the season's over already. Yeah. Like, he might as well just ride it out. Yeah. Like, what are you fucking salvaging? Yeah, right. Anyways, uh, I say not an overreaction. 
um, for everything that you said, basically. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's uh, I mean, basically. yeah. I mean, I, there's really nothing else to add to that. Yeah. That's the way it is, man. Yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. All right, man, let's move on. Fantasy experts. Was that all four questions? Oh, we only had three. Three. We didn't get the other one. What was the other one? We didn't get one. I thought you had three when you first started. I did. I gave you one. The Chuck Pagano one. I erased it. Which one? That's all? Yeah, the last one was the Chuck Pagano. The Chuck was Pagano was the last one. I thought I gave him three. You forgot. Yeah, no, there was one. Oh, what was the other one? I'll say it right now. I don't remember. I, don't I, don't remember. Remember. Okay. I erased it. Yeah, it's all good. Here we go. All right. Now let's talk about nope, some, some, some fantasy. <laughs> it's amateur experts, bro. Come uh, on. Get your shit together, man. Amateur experts versus the moms. Yeah. Fredo's dropping the ball today. I know. What the hell, man? Show is running smoothly. I'm drunk. <laughs> it's Halloween, guys. Yes. He topped up on candy. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> there he goes. There he goes again. And just goes off. <laughs> wow. He's topped up on candy. Look, guys, I'm excited to update these uh, standings today. Uh, Fredo, Fredo doesn't believe me. I know inside his, inside his head, inside his heart, uh-uh. he doesn't believe me. Nope. And uh, you're about to find out why. In... Uh, we haven't had any changes to the standings, but I'll just go through them. In first place, tied for first place is my mom and Rick. They are both 68 and 45. In third place is Rick's mom. Uh, she went 6 and 5 this past week, and she's 66 and 47. In fourth place is Fredo. He also went 6 and 5. He's 62 and 51. In fifth place is Fredo's mom. She went 6 and 5 and has a record of 61 and 52. And in sixth place is myself. And I went 10 and 1 last week. I only missed one game. <laughs> That's such a crock of shit. <laughs> I told, and Fredo doesn't believe me at all. And I told him, you know what? I have my paper at home still. I yeah, will bring but it who to knows you. If you I will show it to you. It has, it has all the original writing on it. You can look right oh, at it. Yeah, I can tell that yeah. it's original writing. Dude, I just. Why, <laughs> why is this some kind of like elaborate plan for me to just suck so bad for seven weeks and then be like, all right, now's the time to start. Chalking up games to myself. <laughs> yeah. I, why, why wouldn't I have started doing it when I was only winning five games compared to everybody's nine and ten? We'll just see how you start doing from here on out. I did decent last week, too. Mm, we'll see. Yeah, so. Yeah, like you said, you just had so to bring get it on for the team. I'm 58 and uh, 55 now. I'm, I'm coming back up. I'm riding back up to the top. I'm riding Cowboys up back to the top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to take that picture of what it is now. Oh, you know what? I thought of a shirt for Fredo. The Cowboy Star and Fredo riding it like a bull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the lasso. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get through these picks. Uh, first game we have for you is the 4-4 four and four Detroit Lions against the possibly 5-2 and two Minnesota Vikings. Uh, go ahead, Fredo. All right. Yeah, they're I... probably going to be 5-2. and two. Yeah. I got the Vikings, and Mama also has the Vikings. All right, go ahead, Rick. I've got my uh, Vikings. Mom's got Detroit. All right, and my mom has Minnesota, and I am taking Minnesota as well. You want to see that, Fredo? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right there. You yeah. want to you want to take a picture sure. of it? Yeah, want to take a picture of it? Yeah. All right. Next one we have up for you is the Philadelphia Eagles, who are four and three at the f- also four and three New York Giants. Go ahead, Fredo. Uh, Mom and I are both getting the Eagles. Alrighty, go ahead, Rick. We both got the Giants. Mm, and my mom is taking the Eagles, and I am taking the Giants. Next up, we got the four and three Pittsburgh Steelers at the three and four Ravens. Go ahead, Fredo. 
I got the Steelers, and Mama's got the Steelers. All right, Rick. I've got Steelers. Mom's got Ravens. All right. My mom is taking the Ravens, and I, too, am taking the Ravens. So there you go. Uh, next is the 3-5 and five Indianapolis Colts at the 4-3 and three Green Bay Packers. Go ahead, Fredo. Pack and pack. Pack and pack. Both got the Packers. All right. We're pack and pack here, too, I believe. Yes, pack and pack. And last up, this is a hard one to pick. This one is tough, It's a man. tough one, man. It's, it's a tough one. It's, it's a, a it's a big game, a six and two Denver Broncos <sighs> on Sunday night in Oakland against the six and two Oakland Raiders. Go ahead, Fredo. Uh, I'm taking the Raiders, and Mama is also taking the Raiders. All right, you sure you got the donks? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was you. That was you and your mom. Yeah, we, you and your mom got the donks. We got the donks. Yeah. Um, we both got the donks again. All right, and we are both taking the Raiders over here. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's such a toss-up, man. I don't it's, feel comfortable taking it, man. They haven't been very good at home. And and, and that defense, like I, I, for me, for me, and sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna sorry. say the difference. I think that the Raiders will be able to score points on the Denver defense, but mm-hmm. I feel that the Denver offense will be better off. Yeah. Versus the Raider defense. And uh, something that would have made me trade my pick or change my pick if I had uh, looked at it before. Uh, it looks like Sean Smith is going to be out for Sunday night with that shoulder injury. Uh, they said it wasn't as bad as they thought it was initially, just one week. But it just so happens they got this week and then they yeah. head into their bye the, the following week after that. So yeah. he will be out. And uh, it's he was hurt, and I, I mean, we, we, Rick, yeah, Rick saw the pain. But dude, you saw me was like, <laughs> oh, like his arm was like, oh man, he looked like he got shot yeah. or something. So yeah, that was a tough one to pick, man. That was the, that's gonna be the game of the week, right yeah, there. Yeah, game of the week. Yeah. All right, Fredo. Now we can hit that fantasy football. I don't want to. <laughs> now let's talk, 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 talk. Some, some, some fantasy. That's right, folks. Week nine already. In the uh, NFL, we're like halfway. Yeah, football. we're more than halfway in the NFL. We're halfway in the fantasy league. Like we we spent half of our time on on air these uh, past few months talking about how we couldn't wait for football to get here, and now it's already halfway. Through. Yeah, Bon Jovi's singing about it yeah. right now. We're halfway there. Halfway there. So let's get it started with a couple of do's and do's. All right, shit. <laughs> or. Fred, right. do you even listen to us when we talk? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> he's still, still seeing Sasha's booty in his head. Hey, all right. We're going to start this one off with uh, with a guy who is expected to be the number one scoring player in all of fantasy football. Uh, and it's from the quarterback position, Peter Pan. What do you think about Peter Pan? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Cam- I had a take on Peter, too. No. <laughs> yeah. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. How are you feeling about him? Um... Just give me that baseline. I feel like you know that team's gonna be up and down. He'll get you yards and he'll get you what you like. You know he'll be an average quarterback. I mean yeah. he's not he's not that cam. He doesn't have that magic like you said that that he had last year. Um, that sizzle, mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. hot sauce. Yeah, all he, of that. He don't he don't got it this year. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, he'll have some he'll have some good games. Uh, but. Even last week, or this last week, whenever they, they blew him out, he didn't have this impressive game. What do you have, 200 yards? Yeah. Didn't have any touchdowns, I don't think. It was all Jonathan Stewart. Yeah. And that defense. Yeah, so, I mean, even in their, in the in an impressive win, he wasn't the main focal point of it. So. Yeah. 
you have the bass line with it. I'm right below it. And you were like, here, do, and I'm do. Yeah. I uh, just, like you said, there's going to be weeks in there sprinkled in. You're like, he's back. Yeah. But for the most part, it just doesn't look like he's going to get there. Plus now, add on to it the fact that they're in his head. Yeah. The rest of the NFL is in his head. Well, the refs are in his head, which is putting everybody else in his head. Yeah. But everybody is in his head. Yeah. Now he's not having fun anymore. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think it's going to affect his game. You have to take that type of stuff into consideration yeah. when you have these people on your teams. Like, yeah, we we we, uh, we enjoy the points and all that. You know, that's that's what we live off of. But yeah. you have to take it all into consideration when you're uh, putting them at the top of your lineups and stuff yeah, like dynasty that. Dynasty-wise. Yeah. Mean, he's just a very emotional person. So, you know, when things are bad, they get really, really bad. Yeah. All right. Next up, we had him in a week – Four, I believe, but uh, he had a couple good weeks after that, and now he's just disappeared again. DeAndre Hopkins. Dude. I'm done with him. I have him on my team. I even told you the other day, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm most likely going to start uh, benching him. I have... I have uh, um, Nobody cares about your fantasy okay. team, Rick. But yeah, no. <laughs> I'm benching <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you, man. It's as low as we can... Uh, can you register that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, listen um, I don't have a problem with DeAndre Hopkins himself. Yeah. It's Brock Osweiler. Yeah. As long as Brock Osweiler is the, is the quarterback for the Houston Texans, I am not. I'm staying what away from DeAndre like Hopkins. 26 completions and like 180 yards yeah. or something like that. Check down Charlie. Yeah. I I just don't hey, trust him. It has nothing to do with it. If you have Federowitz, go get Federowitz. Yeah. You can you can sell DeAndre Hopkins by name yeah. to somebody in your fantasy football league who doesn't know anything other than the names. Yeah. Uh, you could probably get a nice little haul for him. Yeah. But uh, if you're in a league with people that know who he is, you either hold on to him or you're just like, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you're in a dynasty like me, that's why I'm holding on to him. I'm just yeah. going to bench him and see what happens with the quarterback situation. Yep. All right, next up, uh, Kobe Flaner. How are you feeling about Kobe Flaner at this point? Is there lower than what I did for Hobby? Yeah, there could be. Hey, Jim. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. I can't even. I don't even. I'm just like, don't even like. <laughs> like, dude, the offense is just firing on all cylinders. Yeah. And he's not even a part. Yeah, he's not one of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's down there with the... I can't even make a do noise because it's like doesn't even register yeah. to that. Yeah, no. He, he, he gives you the one good week. The chances are, as an owner, chances are uh, the week, the good weeks that he gave you, you had him on your bench. Yeah, you weren't You play him the next week. Uh yeah no yeah. he didn't do that again uh, he's giving you like four points so uh, he's making you just sit there and go eh. yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so Kobe Fleener uh oh man I could even suggest dropping him at this point if you're if you're just in a redraft league yeah redraft definitely yeah you could drop him uh I would do that Mark Ingram Ooh. how you feeling about Mark Ingram another one that's a my, tough one that's another one of my players one. your son of, you always do this to my <laughs> players. Every time my players are struggling, you have to bring them up here. What are you talking about? I just said yeah. I have Kobe Fleener. I have Cam Newton yeah. in a different Shut league. Shut up. Um, man, do I mean, it's like – I mean, it's probably lower than that, but it's still marking room, and he has put together some games this year. He's had, he's had two 20-point PPR games and a 16-point, but yeah. when the games are bad, they're bad. And then last week, it wasn't even an egregious fumble, and they just – Took him out, and Tim Hightower was 26 for 100 and something. Like, And he had some bursts. We were like, damn, that's not Tim. Like, I've never yeah. seen Tim Hightower run with a burst like that. Yeah. So, I mean, right now, duh, you're not going to try to trade him just because, I mean, what are you going to get back from? Because people are seeing that where he's at. Um, 
But I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 about to do on him, and uh, he's still gonna get his run. He's gonna lose a little bit of time here because it wasn't just last week. The week before, he had a costly fumble as well. So, uh, you know, he's gonna have to take his take his licks on that. That's what happens in the NFL. You yep. fumble a couple games in a row. You're done. You're gonna you're gonna have to sit for a little while until you get your chance to prove it again. I mean, yep. it happened to Tiki Barber. It's happened to people like that before. Tiki. Yep. Uh, but for right now, it's going to be uh, running back by committee, and that, at least that's what it's looking like. And Breeze is hot right now, man. Yeah. Breeze is hot. He's he's slinging the ball. He's got plenty of weapons out there. Yep. And uh, so yeah, I would I would keep him unless you can get something for him. But I, you know, we're, right now we're in we're in a, we're in a spot where the buys are still happening, so yeah. you're going to need him. Yeah. But uh, if you can get something for him, there's going to be someone out there who's really desperate for a running back. But for me, Ed, mm-hmm. dude, there's so little, there's so little running backs out there. I mean, what yeah. are you like? What are you looking for? What are you going to yeah. get? Because you need the run. Like I, even me, like I'm at a point where like, do I want to do a two for one for a running back? Because I have two guys. Yeah. That I, I understand I go that. For a right. one, and I'm like, ah, I just, I We're, just don't want to make that trade. Okay, because you're thinking about it from. From a dynasty league uh, perspective, I'm talking about. Let's talk about your standard ten ten man team, four man bench. Now, I'm even saying uh, for that, that though too, because there's just not a lot of depth out there. Yeah, because I'm in a league like that, and there's guys out there. I mean, I, I you get like your Jordan Howards and shit out there still. I'm like, what? Like, what yeah. are these guys doing out there? You know, yeah. just because you can't keep people on your bench. Yeah, like there's that. only 15 spots, most 13 to 15 spots, yeah. most of them. So, you know, do what you want with them. Yeah, uh, we're heading into like we said. Week nine, but week eight was bad with six teams on by. And guess what? Six we get it again. Six teams and again. You got good teams. Yeah, too. really good teams. You got the Cardinals, the Bears, the Bengals, the Texans, the Patriots, and the Redskins. Carson Palmer, David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, Lamar Miller, DeAndre Hopkins. Who cares if he's out really right now at this point? Uh, Tom Brady. You know, you waited all that time for him to come back. Gronk, Gronk uh, any of the Pats, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, Jordan Howard, Jeremy Hill, who's starting to pick things up. Uh, AJ Green and Jordan Reed. Uh, if you're looking to drop some people to pick somebody up, Alex Smith. That, there's Concussion. no, there's no way he plays after those concussions and the man. lacerated here like oh. that. That was just sick. What happened to him? Uh, Brock Osweiler. Why is he on your roster? Uh, Matt Jones. Uh, he might be losing that job. Fat Rob Kelly, looked good. Kelly, and then you still have Thompson over Chris there. Chris Thompson too. over there, the third down back. Uh, Nile Davis. He just got cut today. Chris Ivory, that Jacksonville running game looks horrendous. And C.J. Anderson, he's going to be out for a while. He got obviously hurt oh, last yeah. uh, mm-hmm. He's done uh, for the, He's week. done for fantasy. Yeah. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, Brandon LaFell, Will Fuller has just been a, a mess since his first couple of games. And Philip Dorsett, now that uh, Dante Moncrief is back, uh, might not have that much success anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charles Clay. Um, I know that without uh, Watkins there and the rest of them, Dinged up, you would think he'd have a little bit more success, but he has not been producing. He's 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 that guy. Your potential is going to get me fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. He's the Kobe Fleener. He's another Kobe yeah. Fleener type guy. He's Lance Kendricks, and then when Jared you play him, Cook. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so here's some people that you might want to consider uh, if you need to fill a spot next week. Uh, not many, not very many quarterbacks out there that are worthy of it. But uh, Sam Bradford, uh, he has a matchup against the Lions' terrible defense. Uh, he's not looking so good tonight, and he hasn't looked good for the past couple of uh, games. But if you got to throw one out there, just take a flyer on Sam Bradford. Uh, Derrick Henry, he's coming off a 20-touch, 97-total-yard night with a touchdown on Thursday. That was against Jacksonville. 
But uh, DeMarco Murray has a bum foot now. They yeah, say he's going to be okay. They say he's going to play, but they have been working it, man. Yeah, and, and he's and, uh, got a history of naggers. Yeah, so... Uh, so, <laughs> I knew that. So, uh, I was going to see if you were reacting. Yeah, so, so he's somebody that, that you really want to consider pick, picking up in, uh, in roster for right now. Because he looked really good on Thursday. Like we said, it was against the Jaguars. Yeah. But he looked really good out there doing it all. Yep. Uh, Charkandrick West, uh, Jamal Charles is now seeing Dr. James Andrews just to see what's up with his knee. But that is never a good sign. Nope. And uh, Spencer Ware left Sunday's game with a, a concussion. concussion. And well, they even said that uh, Niles Davis might end up back on Kansas City with Jamal Charles. Charles not like um, we're not you know yeah. not knowing what's going on. Yeah. And then uh, Spencer Ware with the concussion. So they might have oh. just won twice. Yeah, exactly. Well, they don't get any, they don't have to give anything up. Yeah. Uh, for Niles Davis because they cut him after two weeks because yeah. it was a compensation pick. Oh, okay. And uh, Mike Gillisley for the Bills. They have a tough matchup against Seattle this week, and Shady might be back. But he did have 95 total yards and a rushing touchdown last week, so you might consider him. Rob Kelly uh, looked really good uh, overseas in uh, in London. They're off this next week, but he could be a stash guy, somebody who might not have been picked up, somebody who might not get looked at because a lot of people, when they go out there and look to add a player, they're going to look at this week's projection. They're well, look either at that or total points. Yes. Yeah. But most, for the most part, I noticed that they always look at this week's projection. They want to get the guy with the highest projection into their lineup. Yeah. He's not going to fall into that category because he's going to have a zero next to his name because they're on a bye this week. No. So be, be a smart one. Get out there. Pick him up. He had uh, 87 yards on 21 carries and a touchdown. And most importantly for them, zero fumbles. <laughs> uh, Tim Hightower, like we said, Mark Ingram was benched in the first quarter for fumbling for the second game in a row. And Hightower took over, ran 26 times for 102 yards. Ty Montgomery and Devontae Adams. Uh, Montgomery missed Sunday's game against Atlanta with an illness. They're, they're saying it's sickle cell. Yeah. And they said that he knew they had it for a while. Uh, it wasn't the actual sickle cell. It was, it was uh, illness related. To yeah, it was with his kidney. Cell, yeah. It was with his kidney. Uh, but he still needs to be owned uh, because his role is expanded in Green Bay. And Adams... While he was while Montgomery was out and they had no running back help, he played a few snaps in the backfield. He also had 12 catches for 74 yards, and he's been heating up with Aaron Rodgers, man. Aaron, he's been uh, Rodgers' uh, security blanket, especially with Randall Cobb out. And, that, and the hamstrings are a little naggy thing, so yeah. you know, be nice to pick up Devonte Adams. It's a nagger. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, another stash from a bye week uh, this week is Jamison Crowder. Over the last few weeks, he has 19 catches, 267 yards, and two touchdowns. He does have the Vikings coming out of the break, but after that, you'll be fine with them. Kendall Wright, over the past few weeks, he leads the Titans in targets, catches, and receiving yards Stunting. with uh, two touchdowns. So they're we, they're getting back in there a little bit after his injury. Stunting. Yeah, he's, he's stunting, like Rick said. <laughs> uh, Quincy Inunua, uh, he had a little slump going there for a little bit, but he had a nice mm. game on Sunday. It was against the Browns. Uh, but, but that's a quarter, mean, about that quarterback situation is yeah. a mess because they're even talking about bringing Petty in and yeah. there's Hackenberg. Yeah. And they, oh, man. But with six teams on by this week, chances are you might need someone yeah. like Quincy Nunwa. Yeah. Uh, Eric Ebron, he had seven for 79. He has a matchup with the Vikings next week, so yeah, just take a fire on him. But he's somebody that can be picked up. He yeah. should just be on your roster anyways, yeah. considering t- the tight end play this year. Yeah. And uh, Cameron Brait. He does really well in games where uh, Jameis Winston throws 30-plus passes. And Thursday night, they get the Falcons. 
So uh, I think they'll be doing a lot of throwing, trying to play play keep up. So don't forget, it's a Thursday night game, though. Yeah, it is a Thursday night game. So it could be just a lot of running too. But then again, who knows what's up with Jacquez Rogers? Keep keep an eye on Jacquez Rogers. Well, he's out. For sure, yeah, he's oh, in wow. a walking boot. The city sprained his ankle. He said he's most likely out for the game because he's already he's wow. in a boot. Yeah, That's so they good. they signed resigned Mike James. Oh, there you go. Go pick him up. He had that one productive game. People yeah. ran out and got him. Yeah, and all that stuff. But uh, that's going to do it for us. Do we have anything else, guys? Um, not off the top of my head. Yeah, nothing yeah. That I could think of. I think we hit hit everything that we wanted to hit. Uh, I hope you guys have a good, safe Halloween out Trick there. Treat. Uh, you know, have your flashlights and Although glow in the dark. Probably listen to this tomorrow. We we did yeah. get the uh, brand new comment on iTunes. Oh, did we? <laughs> yeah. What was it? Um, it was by Get Up Mike. Oh yeah, we had. Okay, go ahead, read this one. This one's good. Groundbreaking audio, five stars. First podcast of its kind. Three homosexual best friends talking about sports. Love hearing how the LGBTQ community views and relates to sports. Fucking <laughs> 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 Mike, dude. We appreciate that. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, thank that, you. That gave us a good chuckle. Definitely worth the five yeah. stars. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the five stars. Yeah, yeah. You guys can go on there and listen to the show and... Uh, Leave us a comment, say whatever you want to say, but as long as there's five stars yeah. there, I'm cool with this. Just talk shit the whole yeah. time, but give us five stars. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I am definitely good with that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to uh, be on the lookout for next week's GTP FanDuel Challenge. Uh, I will win next week. Uh, I will win next week. I'll get in second. You will be in second. <laughs> and uh, share the show with your friend. Also, gtppodcast.com. Don't forget to go there. Yes. Buy a t-shirt. Buy buy a sweater. Buy something from Mess us. Mess it up. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to do You'll be stunting in your yeah. sweater. Stunting. Stunting in your sweater. Stunting. Stunting. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for us. For uh, Rick, for Fredo, I'm Mike. Hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to tune in next week, and we'll try and do better. Thank you. Eat your veggies. Thanks. Bye. Bye.